three, two, one. The national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, He's got it. It goes. Touchdown Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Greg Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Y'all ready for this? Good afternoon and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio, my good friend Coach Mike on the boards. And I'll tell you what, outside it's kind of a nice I'm really enjoying the rain today. I, I don't know about I don't know and I don't know about anybody else, Coach. I, I mean, I don't but I'm enjoying uh just kind of this dark, gloomy, cooler, wet Whatever you want to call it, even just the way it looks outside is kind of inviting, and I'm enjoying it today. Do you feel the same way about it? Well, I mean, not quite the same. I you know, we <laughs> we need the rain badly. Uh, you know, but you know, I'm I'm back in the coaching ranks again, uh, helping helping with Central, and we needed the rain on our ball on our practice field and, and game fields and all that stuff. Uh, of course, needed the rain at home, and, and so yeah, this is is. But it kind of plays with our practice schedule, okay, and and stuff. But but it, it's needed. It it's cooled off. We have had a you know after the cooker we had a week week and a half ago. We Any had, break? We've had a run. We've had a run of about three or four days that it's really been kind of nice out. Yeah. A little warm, but nice outside. And then of course with this rain coming through today, it's it's nice and cool out. Uh, it's 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 a welcome break. It's a good change, and uh, you know it. You know, don't feel too sorry for me about practice. Okay. We'll figure it out. Okay, so and, and let me and you mentioned practice, uh, football practice, which colleges and NFL teams. I mean, all any if you play oh, yeah. if you play football, pretty much you're 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 practicing right now. Oh yeah, if you're not, you're if late. you're on a team, you're involved. Or if you're coaching, you're involved with practice. And so when it rains on a day like today, uh, you know, at some point during the season, you all might run into a rainy Friday night. Yes. Or or the colleges might run into a rainy Saturday or whatever or whatever day they're going to play on and and pros you know rainy Sundays yeah. Mondays Thursdays or whatever the deal is. So when it rains like this today and today's kind of this this good soaker steady rain that you know you get out in it and you know you need a raincoat right. or you're going to be soaked. Now can you can you practice? Can you practice or would you practice in this type of weather just in case? Later in the season, you run into inclement weather. Yes. Yes, you do. As long as you don't have a lightning issue or something like that, typically you're going to go out in this weather. And run and, and run and run your plays. You're going to do your regular practice because, again, we've got to play in these conditions. You might as well learn how to operate in these conditions. And uh, that's a lot of it. Now, the balancing act you got to do as a coach is how much – you know how much time you're going to spend out there, and how much equipment are you going to you going to expose to the elements? You know, because it's it's going to mess up footballs. It's going to mess up. You know, it's your your pads and stuff are going to get wet. So you've got an extra cleaning element and reconditioning element you've got to throw in there when you do that. But at the same time, 
you do have to you do have to get used to operating in these conditions. And so most coaches uh, that I've ever been associated when I was in charge of my programs, as long as it wasn't lightning out there, we'd take a couple old football. You know, we may not have as many footballs out there as we normally would, or uh, you know, as many of our blocking dummies and stuff like that to keep them out of the wet. But we would go out and uh, we'd go operate in this thing and, and in this stuff and, and get used to it because you don't stop on Friday. And if you yeah, you're going to play in it. Yeah, so, you're going to play it. So you got to get used to handling a wet ball, you throwing, catching. I throwing, mean, you know, yeah. from your quarterback, wide right. receivers, uh, everybody involved. Especially with today's passing games and, and, and stuff, as, as as integral as they are to the games, you still got to be able to execute all that stuff, and or know or, or figure out what limitations you're going to have in those situations, and, and that's where the coaches are going to have you. Know, can we do this? You know, are we going to be able to execute with a wet ball? And right. if we're not, that makes me, as a coach, change my approach or change my game plan a little bit when the conditions get like this in a game. Okay. You know, I, I've got to find out what can my kids do, what can my staff do as far as equipment, keeping balls dry. Handled. Or trying to. Or, or, yeah. I mean, you, you, know, know. Or, you know. And I say my staff, it could be the ball boy. You know, okay, can they get the balls dry enough and keep the balls dry enough during during the rain yeah. for us to be able to throw the ball like we normally do. Okay, if not, we gotta know that. Yeah. And we've got to, we've got to understand that and, and get ready for it. Well, uh, I'll tell you another uh where there is some more dark clouds gathering and that is over uh in Iowa at the Iowa, <clears throat> Iowa State campus and the University of Iowa campuses. There have now been seven uh, athletes charged with criminal charges for gambling. I'm sorry. That's just stupid. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. You know, you know, you know, as a college, you know that's going to get you in trouble. Yep. The, the, just don't do it. The article reads, gambling investigations at Iowa and Iowa State have now resulted in criminal charges filed against seven current or former athletes. With ex-Hawkeyes basketball player Aron Ulis and Cyclones quarterback Hunter Deckers, who was, plan who was going to be the second-year starter this coming fall in a few weeks uh, for Iowa State. Uh, I'm sure he's probably not. They're, they're looking for a new one. Um, the ones with, and they're the ones with the highest profile, Ulis and Deckers. Uh, each is accused in the complaints of tampering with records related to an Iowa criminal division investigation into sports gambling. Current athletes also could face a loss of eligibility for violating NCAA gambling rules. Um, <laughs> according to Johnson County online court records, charges have been filed against Ulysses. Iowa baseball, baseball player Gary Christensen, and Iowa kicker, Aaron Bloom. So the quarterback and the kicker are charged with getting out. You know, what we'll, what we'll have to find out, well, let me let me go on and read. Deckers was charged in Story County, as were I, uh, Iowa State football player Dodge Souser, Iowa State wrestler uh, Panero Johnson, and former football player Ioma Ioma. Uwazurike. You want to say that again? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, and and uh, now, 
Well, I have to say it again. Uwa Zurike was drafted by the Denver Broncos in 2022 and suspended indefinitely by the NFL last month for betting on games his rookie season. Um, you know, so this is what – you know, let's see. And let me just go on down here. So it looks like um, – like, for instance, Christensen, who appeared in 11 baseball games for the Hawkeyes last season, is alleged to have used his phone to make 559 wagers, totaling $2,400. So let's do the math on that. Let's, let's, just say, let's just say he made 600 wagers at $2,400. Not, uh, that's big, four, not real that's, big wagers. That's about $4. That's yeah. about $4 a wager. Anyway, you know, this is probably some type of and this is probably some type of high odds building wagers like on FanDuel or something yeah. where you can combine uh you know guys t the first touchdown of the game with uh, so many yards in a game with another player and you kind of hook all these players up for $4 in lightning strikes you can win 1000 or something. So, it's probably something like that. I they they don't talk uh let's see. Uh, he plays 559 wagers totaling $2,400 with the DraftKings Sportsbook from last November to February. So he's betting on football. I mean, you know, November to February, right. you, you're betting on football. Uh, with 23 of those out of the 559 placed on Iowa sporting events, um, the account was under his mother's name. How? He's slick, you know, but he's obviously not that slick. Uh, so, you know, that's – here we are, folks. I mean, we're, we, we, we are embracing the BetMGMs of the world, the FanDuels of the world, the official sports book of the NFL, the official uh, – you know, the NFL is embracing the advertising money it brings in. So are the owners and, and – and, and, and probably college too. Somewhere across the country, there are there are uh, college stadiums that that are connected somehow in states where where sports gambling is legal, like Tennessee. They are embracing and in business with the sports books, doing business with the sports books, and I'm talking about advertising business. Um, yet they're also telling their athletes. You know, you guys, you guys, you guys can't bet. You, well, you can't bet. You're a different person if you're an athlete participating in the games. Okay, because you do have some something to do with the outcome of those games and and the outcomes of those bets. You kind of have a little bit to do with that. Okay, as an athlete, you know, going in, especially as a college athlete. You know, I might have a little bit of sympathy for if it was a middle schooler or a high schooler that might you know might not. You know, might be ignorant. But as a college athlete, you know going in that being involved in a gambling situation while you are competing in athletics is wrong. It's 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 against number one, it's against the law. Number two, it's just wrong. Well, and if it, you're going to play, it's not if a, you're going to. It's play, not. It's not against when you must well, say against the law. It's not against the for law a ball, for a ball player uh, to be involved. Okay. 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 I, I, now, again, if you're going to be an athlete. 
you are setting yourself aside, and you do that voluntarily. No it, one makes you be an athlete. Okay, you're offensive lineman for the Iowa Hawkeyes, and, and, and sports gambling is legal in Iowa. Okay. And you, and you fire down the NBA. No. I cannot do it while I'm playing. Okay. While I'm playing ball, while I am an eligible player in the ball, and I, you know, I'm on scholarship or whatever connection I have to the team. While I'm on that team and I'm an active player, I have to understand I cannot gamble. At all. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, if but now, if, if, if my if my situation if I just got a gamble to live, <laughs> then I may have to rethink my my commitment to my sport because okay. as it is. I can't do the both. I can't do both of them. But if you're, but on the on the other on the flip side of the record, if you're if you're in the NFL, I don't care. Uh, uh, I don't care what level. If you're an athlete involved in playing, well, NFL games, players, NFL players. Uh, well, again, I'm I'm throwing my opinion out there as far as that. Now, concerned. if you work for if but, you work for, if you work for a team, you're not allowed under under NFL. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to gamble at all. Right. But if you're a player. Well, you can. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm just saying. So, I'm just saying. The gambling it's rules just, are not. It's they're, con- they're not you, consistent. They're to not borrow consistent. a term from somebody that it's on another show here and uh, on 101.7, it's just convoluted. Uh, different rules surrounding everyone. Yeah. However, uh, it's common sense and knowledge to know that if you are a player for a team that there is wagering on. Obviously there's there's no wagering on University of Tennessee tennis. There's no wagering uh, I wouldn't <laughs> there's no wagering <laughs> on the sports I'm just talking about on the sports books. But as, now as, if you if you play for university if you play for University of Tennessee basketball, baseball or 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 football, uh common sense tells you that you Absolutely. No matter what, cannot fire down on a vol sport. I'm, I'm going to go as far as say any athlete. If you are involved in collegiate athletics, professional athletics, you should not be involved in the gambling world right now. And if you feel like you have to be involved in the gambling world, get out of playing. I, I'm I'm sorry. I have no sympathy because no one's holding your feet to the fire and making you do either one of those. I agree. No one's making you be an athlete, and no one's making you gamble. Okay, so you have choices. Yeah. And you need to understand going in that as a ball player who has, again, has direct – who has direct influence on how those games come out. You know, how those those gambles – how those wagers are won Whether you bet on them to win or lose, it makes no difference. I mean, you – I'm sorry, you you cannot be put – Put yourself in a position to be even thought about or even considered fixing a game or being put under pressure to do that because you yourself have put a bet down on a game one way or the other, whether to win that you're involved in, that you're involved in, or that you're just associated with. I mean, hey, I was ask. You know, if you want to know why you know it's wrong and bad, you know, ask Pete Rose. Yeah. You know he he uh, he's you on know, the he outside. So, he's on the sitting on the outside yeah, of the Hall the of Fame, uh, looking the, looking, in, looking in yeah. through the windows. And right? and for, you know, and from what I understand in his career, that was basically the only thing he did wrong, as far as That's associated right. with baseball. And I'm, I'm, but the fact that it, you're not forced into it, you have a choice. 
You don't have to do it to survive. Either one. Yeah. You know, well, you, you, you can choose not to be an athlete and gamble all you want. Or you can choose to be an athlete and you stay away from gambling while you're an athlete. Hunter Deckers, the Iowa State quarterback, was expected to be the second-year starting quarterback for the Cyclones this season. Uh, and he's skipping preseason camp is, is where, you know. Uh, Iowa skipping State, or uh, shut out of it? <laughs> um, Iowa State Athletic Director Jamie Pollard said in the statement uh, yesterday that the process of addressing the issues with the athletes involved is ongoing, quote, ongoing, and will take some yeah, time. If you're the school, you cannot afford to risk letting them participate and then play or, you know, practice or, you know, or actually play and then risk forfeiting or vacating those games. Right. And so, therefore, the coaches are going, well, if he can't play, then I need to practice whoever's going to play. Ulysses, who transferred to Nebraska after starting 27 games for the Hawkeyes basketball last season, is accused of placing online wagers on a FanDuel account set up under the name of his brother, uh, set up under the name of his brother uh, in one complaint, it says. And Ulysses was under Iowa's – was under Iowa's legal gambling age of 21 when uh, between February 2021 to December 2022, he used his phone to make about 1,850 wagers, totaling $34,800. Now, of course, if you make 1,850 wagers, divide that into 30, say 30 – and to me, that's even more stupid because it's all penny any stuff. Uh, right, <laughs> right. And so, and so, probably. And, okay, and uh, uh, and over four hundred thirty placed on NCAA basketball games and football games in the complaint, along with probably professional uh, games along with that. Um, Christensen, who appeared in eleven games, uh, baseball games for the Hawkeyes last season, is alleged to have used his phone to make. Yeah, we said 559 wagers totaling 2,400 on DraftKings. Um, and the that account, like I said, was under his mother's name, not yeah. his name. So, uh, you know, obviously obviously, if if you put your account under somebody else's name and you're using – and you're wagering it – And you know – okay, you, that's the first signal. I mean, you, you know it's wrong. Don't you <laughs> – right. I mean, don't you, you know it's wrong because – Isn't that a dead giveaway yeah. that you know that you're up to nefarious up to, yeah. things? I mean, that, that just – it doesn't yeah, make a lot of sense just, to do that. I'm sorry. I, I my I have absolutely no sympathy <laughs> and no empathy for these guys. They deserve what they're getting, and I, and they knew better. And they, and I'm sure they are told when they enter oh, school yes. or at the beginning of every football yes. season, they sit down in the auditorium, and there is some gambling professional that comes to them and says, "Look, you gamble, you're going to be gone." It's not a professional. I'm sure it's a school administrator. Well, whoever. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying. I'm somebody, say, somebody familiar with the business. And you get caught. Somebody familiar here's with the, the business the comes They're all saying, I'm not going to get caught. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Famous well, last word. Well, seven of them have been caught and charged in the state of Iowa. Okay. We're up against our first break. This is the Front Porch, front porch Sports Radio <laughs> Hour. Yeah, I got that out. Get it all out. And uh, we're going to take a pause for the cause. We'll be back in about four or five minutes. Your average. 
Is this the year to get a John Deere compact tractor from TriGreen? Well, you know they're tried and true machines that are built to last. Now's the time to get a compact tractor with 0% for 84-month financing with no money down. When you get a 3025E with a loader for $280 a month, that's a price that just won't last long. We also have a 1025R tractor starting at $231 per month or choose $1,500 cash discount. Either one can make your year. Visit TriGreenEquipment.com to learn more. Offerings July 31, 2023. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Gypsy Kings featuring Tonino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. Hi, I'm Columbia Kiwanis Club member Suzanne Ganser. The Kiwanis Club and Columbia Main Street are partnering to put on a fall fest with a chili cook-off downtown Saturday, September 30th from 3 to 7. Come enjoy the music, taste the chili, or enter the cook-off. Proceeds raised by the Kiwanis go to local kids' charities. For more information or to enter the cook-off, go to the Columbia Kiwanis Facebook page. Come to enjoy the food, kid zone, and music at this family-friendly event. We hope to see you there. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. It's my And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and we just had our... Good friend Big Lou come in and sit down. Good afternoon, Big Lou. Good afternoon, Drake. And we've got Coach <clears throat> Coach Mike over on the boards. And fellas, there's been a lot of talk about conference realignment. And I, you know, who knows where everything where all the, the, the you know who knows where all these teams are going to land that are kind of on the outside looking in. The Pac-12. Um, over on the left coast is down to nine teams now. Um, you know, it, it looks they're, like the, they're, they're going to go back to their old name, which was the Pack Eight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess so. I mean, if they stay, if they actually survive, <laughs> if they stay intact. Now, you know, uh, you know. I, I personally feel – I mean, the SEC is – where's the SEC now? 16 teams? I think that, it I was think, 14. I, so I yeah, think – so, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and I think initially when when realignment talk started happening years ago, the SEC uh, – and I guess Sankey was in charge at that time. I can't remember. But whoever was in charge of the SEC said they were looking at 16 was their number. And this was, this was probably before Missouri and Texas A and M, that made it fourteen, and now we've got uh, Texas and Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma coming in yeah. uh, in twenty four, uh, and that's going to put them right at sixteen, you know. And then now <laughs> you get bigger than that, it gets unwieldy. But I'm telling you, you I'm set. telling you, they're talking about. Three to four, three 20 plus team conferences. And I mean, now, one of, one of the schools in the Atlantic Coast Conference that is crying foul and, and, and say that they, you know, they, they're not getting a big enough piece of the 
financial pie from the ACC is Florida State. And, you know, Florida State and the SEC have kind of had this uh, love-hate relationship over the years, over the decades. Now, back in the 90s, uh, you know, the SEC was looking at expanding and had talked to Florida State, and Florida State kind of shunned them and said, no, we're not. We, we don't want to go in the SEC. Then again, if you're Florida State, why would you go in the SEC? I was going to say, when and, I can and leave, dominate. And leave the ACC in a conference where you're parentally, ever, you know, at the top of the at the top, top three, of the yeah, at the top of the list, yeah. right? Usually, I mean, they've hit they hit a dip there, well, yeah, and they're 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 slowly coming back. I think their coach um, won a national championship ten years ago, and so Jameis Winston. So um, the thing about it is, is the the realignment thing is 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 an ongoing. It's kind of like a. It's, it's it's I mean it's, it's kind of like a mold. It's a dynamic entity. I mean it's gonna it's gonna grow, these teams know, are gonna shuffle grow. around and shuffle around yeah. until they like, until they find until they find the right financial well, even, home. And even then, they won't necessarily stay there. You know, Colorado's a case in point. They were part of what was used to be known as the Big Eight. Then it became the the Big Twelve, and and they were all part of that. And then they decided that things were a little bit greener. You know, they they could compete better, and things were a little bit greener. And travel wasn't quite as far. I don't know how they figured that out, but um, to go into the Pac twelve and right. play on the West Coast. Well, now they're figuring out that things aren't quite so green on that side of the fence, and the they want to come back. And now the Big Twelve is needing teams. They're needing competitive teams. And, hey, let's come back home where we were competitive. We, we, we were a competitive team. We weren't one of the top-tier teams all the time, but we were competitive. And let's come back in. So they're, they're shifting back. You know, if Colorado can do it, who else – you know who else might try oh, that? It's well, gonna the, be a, it's going to be a lot of people doing the same thing. Yeah, you know. So the ACC hasn't announced any plans to expand uh, over the next two seasons. The conferences' lastly last realignment happened when Syracuse and Pittsburgh joined in 2013. When they joined the ACC in two thir- 2013 from the Big East, Notre Dame also agreed to play five ACC games per season beginning in 2014. Um, I guess well, Notre Dame is Notre Dame. They're kind of their own independent. Yeah, they're going to have to do something though. The yeah. <clears throat> the the ACC will continue to play with fourteen teams this season. Uh, the Big Ten has has seen some of the most most change over the past decade. Uh, plus, as far as teams coming into the conference, Nebraska joined from the Big Twelve in two thousand eleven. This is the Big Ten. And was soon joined by Maryland and Rutgers from the ACC, and the Big East, respectfully, in 2014. USC and UCLA will join the conference in 2024, and they'll play with 14 teams this year in 2023, and they'll have 16 teams just like the SEC will in 2024. So you know, and as other conferences, and just take the Big Ten and. Uh, the SEC, for instance, I mean they're lining in they're lining in these into what I would call a super conference. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. yeah. I mean both of them are seeing it will be seen at sixteen teams, and you know, and we all know that there's going to be these other outlying schools like a Florida State, like a Florida State, like a, a Virginia Tech, like, like a North Washington, Carolina, 
Washington, Oregon. ACC supposedly has been courting the, 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 you tell me how crazy this is geographically. <laughs> the Atlantic Coast Conference is courting is courting Washington and Oregon on the Pacific and Oregon, Coast. Yes, <laughs> the opposites. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, uh, and so wow. and and here's the deal: the money is big enough that the travel doesn't become the issue. an issue. You know, and, and you think you know, you're traveling a long ways, and the physical uh, impact on the players. You know, that's a what is it, three hour or four hour time shift when you travel clear across the country. Uh, jet lag becomes an issue when you're an athlete on that kind of situation. So, I think what we're going to eventually see this morph into is basically I almost see it being a huge, uh, a, a huge central, a huge central, even a new, whole new organization, possibly outside the NCAA. Or a subgroup within what? the NCAA, and then if, they almost go back to a to a uh, East Coast, Midwest, or mid mid coast, you know, mid mid country, and then West Coast, and this, and go back to geographics again. But as long as the TV contracts he, and the he, money keeps he, rolling that, into these and, conferences, and you're going to have the t- you know, and you have the time everything. difference. One of the biggest problems the Pac-12 is fighting right now is the time difference. You know, when they start playing their games, everybody else is going to bed. That's right. And the the money and, and stuff like that. And the advertisers are going, well, hey, our the big audiences are all east of the Mississippi, are the huge audiences. Now, California's the big numbers, kind of, right. Yeah, the California's kind of got it's it's the anomaly out there. But, uh, the, you know, the, the big advertising numbers are going, uh, you know, hey, we're not so many, we're not going to put you in a big time, you know. Time you know, slots. We're not going to get num- a big The numbers aren't there. Well, you, even if you play at seven o'clock in California, you're it's ten o'clock on the East Coast. They're they're done. That's right. They're done for the day. You're going to be well, on ESPN Plus, buddy. In yeah. t- in 2021, Oklahoma and Texas uh, realigned and announced that their intention was to lead the big lead the Big Twelve for the SEC. Um, in in a move that was originally planned. For 2025, they moved that up a year to 20. Uh, they've already joined the SEC, and they've moved the scheduling to 2024. So uh, Oklahoma and Texas are right in gear. Uh, uh, but let's see. The Big 12 in tw- this year will play with 14 teams, okay? Uh, and then in 2024 – with Oklahoma and Texas leaving for the SEC, Colorado will join the Big 12. And for now, the league is slated to have 13 teams. How's um, that going to work? I don't know. Uh, so, uh, Throw Notre Dame in there. And, Let's get them out of the well, league. Yeah, Notre Dame's not going to do anything until they lose their TV, their exclusive TV contract. Right. Once and they will. Yeah. Again, it's happen because in they're five, not. Five, ten years. It's got because to. they're not. With NBC. Yeah, NBC, they, NBC yeah. and Notre Dame are, you know, are laying in bed together, and that's and then that, that's their prerogative to do that. As but, long as they're the big powerhouse, and they're and they they're cutting their they're cutting their own TV deal. Why split the pie with any? If you can right. have the whole pie to yourself, why why give why, anybody why else give a piece? Yeah. Right? I mean, now uh, if, once that goes if you're away, Notre Dame, once that goes away, you're going to see them scrambling for for some association. That's why they should hop in somewhere SEC. now. Yes, yeah, it's not going to be an I, opportunity. I agree with Lou. I agree with Lou. They need to be 
you know, working, looking ahead of that because unless they are in the national championship hunt every year. And they not. And they're not. You know, and, and when the and the times that they've gotten into the hunt, they've been annihilated. Well, and, yeah, <laughs> I mean, so. but, but and, and we talk about the Pac-12 now out on the left left coast. They're down to nine teams, but there are other teams out there um, uh, that that can that can join the Pac-12 if they want to keep it intact. And I'm talking oh, about yeah. I'm talking about the Western Athletic Conference, which is um, teams like Nevada. Uh, Utah State, uh, Fresno, State. San Diego State, yeah, Fresno, Fresno State. State. Uh, you know, those, UNLV in there. UNLV is in possibly, there. yeah. So you so, also I got mean, the Mountain West Conference that could I, yeah, give so, them some people. So if, Colorado State. I, I tell you what, if, Wyoming and some of them. I tell you what, I am. If if I'm the commissioner or I'm members of of Mountain West and the on the WAC, whatever it is, I'm the one. Those are the ones should be worried. I mean, I, I feel as though the yeah. small, the smaller NCAA Division One conferences, Conference USA, that, that don't yeah. that I mean. that don't de- that don't demand the viewership, don't demand the territorial uh, number of population of big populations for people for viewers. They're the ones I think that should be worried. I think the Pac-12 can hold it together if they add the right right members back to it. And start to yeah. and start to build up their numbers, but I'm telling you, there's gonna have to there's gonna have to be a conference on the on the uh, left side, on the western side of the United States. There's got to be a conference out there, and more than likely, if the SEC builds the twenty, big Big Twelve builds and the Big Ten build a twenty, then you're gonna what what they you probably know, you know you know then you you, could, you could conceivably you're gonna cover see eighty you're gonna cover eighty Division One football programs if you can get yeah. four super conferences around right at twenty twenty per yeah. conference. You I mean could, that's you could come up conceivably out there with a Northwest conference. Uh, and a south and they used to call it the Southwest. Everyone thinks Southwest is like Texas and all that stuff. Right. But you could, um, but you could do something where you combine the Mountain West and the Western Athletic Conference and the, you know, what's left of the Pac-12. Now, you take those three those three conferences and put them together, you might have a, a, a decent conference right there that would be eventually be competitive. Uh, be competitive in the national hunt. Well, you know, the thing about it is a lot of people will look at – and that's why they look at the Pac-12 today, really, uh, football-wise, is that, you know, they're just not as competitive or as – consistently competitive. Right. Yeah, and, 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 you know, and they, they don't they don't quite hit as hard. They're a little smaller in stature as players. I mean, there's a whole number but, of things. And there's people, also a whole bunch of other stuff to do out there besides go watch a football game. Absolutely. And they're really they're, – that's that's what they're competing so with. So, you're competing with – you're competing with – other things, if, if you're the foot, if you're in the football world, right? Okay, this has been. Oh no, no, what? This is just our second our segment. Second, come on, right? <laughs> I'm just having you're so much to fun. Shut your stuff earlier. Right? I was late. <laughs> All right, we're up against our second break. How about that? And uh, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. And for Big Lou, Coach Mike, I'm Drake. Talk to you in about four minutes. <laughs> Five, five, it's all the way. I don't even have to run, don't even have to try. Just five, five, 
This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. 
It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. Call Prochowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou and Coach Mike on the boards. It is Thursday, August 3rd. Tonight, folks, if you didn't know, now you know that the NFL cranks up its preseason season schedule with a game tonight in Canton, Ohio, known as the Hall of Fame game. Uh, and I'm not really even sure who's being inducted this year. We're gonna have to look yeah. that up. We'll have we'll have that for you tomorrow. Darrell Revis is all I know. Darrell Revis is going in. I think so. For real? Yeah. Who's I didn't know it'd been long enough. Yeah. There you go. Like he just got out yesterday, but yeah. Okay. All right, we have uh, we have a special announcement that we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna turn it over to Coach Mike, and he's gonna tell you what's going on. Yeah, Drake, we've been talking for, for a little while and we'll talk for, for for some time here. The Gypsy Kings are coming to TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall in Nashville for you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night on Saturday, November 4th. Mark your calendars for that date. Uh, they'll be performing all of their greatest hits, Bombaleo, Valari, You've Got a Friend in Me, and more. If you, haven't, if you don't recognize their name right off, you Look them up on YouTube. You'll recognize their music. I'm, I'm sure you will. This is a great night of live music with a very lively and entertaining group. Um, it, and it'll be a real trip down memory lane for a lot of you. Tickets and details are available at TaninoBayardo.com, a loud and live production. We also are going to have about 30 tickets uh, to be given away later from the station here on WKOM 101.7. Uh, we'll set those details up later and, 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 and give you more details on that. So pay, uh, you know, uh, stay tuned for those, that information. But again, mark your calendar Saturday, November 4th, the gypsy Kings coming to TPAC Andrew Jackson hall in Nashville. Well, there you go. Uh, the gypsy Kings, their Latino flair has been around forever. And I tell you, if you, I don't know I, how they I, get their I, fingers moving that fast on the guitars. Either. I would say, they, I would say it's kind of a salsa type uh, a latino it's, salsa uh, with 
There's with, a wide variety of music with their group. It's, okay. Uh, very, very high energy group. Well, there you have it. Um, okay. So the trade, the Major League Baseball trade deadline was two days ago. And uh, there are some teams that are making some moves to try to get into playoff contention or, or filling that, get into the wild card spot anyway. Um, and some teams of note and players of note, uh, just looking through the list here, uh, the Atlanta Braves, who a lot of people are fans of, because Tennessee doesn't have a major league baseball team, obviously. And so we gravitate towards the closest ones to us, which would be either a lot of St. Louis fans, a lot of Braves fans, and a lot of Cincinnati Red fans. Right. So um, the Braves um, acquired from Colorado Rockies a left-handed pitcher, Brad Hand, H-A-N-D, like on the end of your arm. Interesting. Interesting name. Um, So Brad Hand will be going to – uh, Hot Atlanta uh, from Colorado. Uh, Justin Verlander, who's been around, he's, I think Justin Verlander is 40 years old now. He's going to the Astros. So the rich get richer. I mean, you know, Big the Astros, yeah. you know, the, the cheating Houston Astros. <laughs> and they'll tell you they cheated and they don't they, care. And they don't care. They'll tell you they cheated. And it's no big deal to them. Yep. I mean, their general manager said they cheated. Their owner said they're cheated. Their coach said they're cheated. And the players said they cheated. And they say they don't give a damn. Yeah, just Major League Baseball made them use, uh, started making them use cloth trash cans. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you who's having a fire sale. And, and I know one young lady that's a friend of mine. Uh, she and her whole family are St. Louis Cardinal fans. But the dang St. Louis Cardinal fans. They're no count. Uh, they, they, I guess Cardinals are giving up. They're, they shipped their short DeJong, their shortstop, um, to Toronto. Uh, they also sent uh, their one, three more pitchers. They traded off Jack Flaherty to the to the to Baltimore Orioles, who were playing tremendous baseball, and they might be the team to beat in all of Major League Baseball. That's how great I think the Orioles are playing. Left-handed pitcher from the Cardinals, Jordan Montgomery. And right-handed pitcher <clears throat> from the Cardinals, uh, Chris Statton. Yeah, it was, so, it's, I mean, it's warranted, though. They, they just haven't been in any count yeah. this year. No. And it's been odd because they usually are. Oh, they're usually dominant yeah. over there. I mean, you know. Uh, so, that's you know, with the trade deadline on it. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, the Blue Jays acquired uh, another Cardinals pitcher, Jordan Hicks. I mean, who they gonna have to? Who the Cardinals gonna have to they're throw? Run the, the ball. manager out there on the mound. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna close go, out a game. You know, the, of course they. And get, they're they're they, they're they're positioning themselves to you know start getting players next year, right? You know, for the next season and, and, and stuff. And right now they're getting rid of salaries so they can. Well, and and don't get so me can, wrong, the the Cardinals get in return uh, right-handed pitcher Sim Robers and right-handed pitcher uh, Adam Klofenstein or Klofenstein. Uh, so you know they get they get some players in return, uh, you know for, for for these other for the players the pitchers they're letting go. But you know that these are quality starting pitchers for and have been for the St. Louis oh, yeah. Cardinals that they're trading away. Right, well, this is 
this is standard operating procedure. You know, the teams that are in contention right. and stuff like that are going to try to make themselves stronger. You got the teams that have figured out, okay, this year isn't our year. And right. so revenues are down, attention's down. Okay, we need to get rid of some of these salaries because we're not making enough money to pay these guys. And we're not we're and, not in contention. And we're not in contention and we can get, you know, we might be able to get two good players that are up and coming. Sure. You know, for one that's already established and um you know, and, and, and cut our salary base so we can actually make some money. Another team that's playing really well that's not that hasn't played really well in the past. Uh, the Rangers acquired Max Scher- Max Scherzer from the Mets, and the Mets were the Mets. Get this, guys! The Mets paid a hundred million dollars in luxury tax this past this this past year because of their because of their roster. So, in other words, so you there have, is there, a salary cap. There's of, a salary cap of sorts, but it's right. Not. And if you go over, like like the New York Yankees have every year since they've had a salary cap, <laughs> yeah. and you go over, you pay you pay a luxury, a luxury tax. tax to the other teams, depending on how much you go over. And the New York Mets paid a hundred million dollars in luxury tax this past season for. See, for that, the, and they're not and they're not even in contention. See, they're and terrible. Is, and yeah, and this is one. I'll, one reason why a lot of teams do start dumping salary at this point because they're getting close to that cap and they don't want to, you know, why would you pay a hundred million dollars for nobody and be bad? You know, you're not getting anything out of this other than you're paying this tax for now. If I was in contention for the world series, if I was, you know, for the playoffs, I'm going to make that money back in TV revenue and ticket revenue and stuff like that. But if I'm not in contention and I'm sitting close to that salary cap, issue i don't want to pay that tax and not getting any return there you so I'm, go. Like, I'm gonna get rid of those salaries and stuff okay guys tonight like i said hall of fame game seven o'clock between cleveland browns and the aaron Rodgers new york jets will start at seven o'clock from canton ohio where the nfl hall of pro football hall of fame is and browns great joe thomas along with jets legends joe klecko and daryl Daryl Revis will be enshrined two days later. Uh, two days from will be enshrined Saturday uh, as members of the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2023. Rondé Barber, Don Coriel, coach of the San Diego uh, Chargers. Air, Air Coriel. There you go. Chuck Howley, Ken Riley, Zach Thomas, and Demarcus Ware also will be enshrined at the annual ceremony. The game is tonight. I've talked to the Magic 8-Ball. Magic 8-Ball says take the Cleveland Browns tonight and bet the under total. The under it, total in the Hall of Fame game? game? It'll be an interesting game for about three and a half series. And the Cleveland <laughs> Browns, take the Magic 8-Ball says take those two to start off your football season. Also, this Saturday, you two are going to be highly involved in That's the right. kickoff the, classic. Yeah, with the the, tell, tell us a little bit about that. Go ahead, Lou. Yeah, with Thorne and Richland, Saturday at 6 o'clock, uh, the WKRM kickoff classic it'll be me and drake on the call for that game it'll be pretty exciting so oh, it's gonna be it. fun yeah it's gonna be fun okay this is in the front porch sports radio hour i'm drake for big lou coach mike you'll have a great rest of the day we'll talk to you tomorrow